Hello everybody, this is Sasha from sex for talks and today I am having a conversation with Nina Garza, who is uh, as well a sex love and relationships coach. She's uh, focused on male sexuality and she's working a lot with uh, women in, in um, danger and vulnerable, vulnerable situations. Uh, thank you Nina for joining us. How are you? Thank you, Sasha, for having me. It's a great pleasure. Um, we've been postponing this uh, podcast due to my fault. I'm sorry, but we're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure and honor to be collaborating with this amazing project that you set on motion. So thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, glad to be here. Glad to be here with you and say hi to everyone. Hey, thank you so much. So. Um, you have been so busy working, empowering women in, uh, who are dealing with uh, danger, uh, with, with, who are in vulnerable situations. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? What is it that you, that you do? Yes, thank you. Well, as you know, I am in Mexico, in Monterrey. It's a city, one of the biggest cities in Mexico. And uh, I work in an, in an association, an organization that uh, helps women, empower women through their studies and through therapy. We have uh, group therapy with uh, the women that are receiving the donate, not donation, but the, the money to study, to study a college degree. So women come to us, they ask for a, um, for a, for a, I don't know how to say in, in English, I'm sorry, like a, the tuition for their college, you know, they ask for help on that, on that end. And we give them group therapy so they can continue with their studies. You know that many times the reason why women leave the studies is not just economical. It's also like, the vulnerability, as you were saying, of uh, being in a situation where the husband won't let them study or the parents will spend all the money on the men, on the family and not on the woman, like the women need to stay at home and be moms. And so we leave a lot of the patriarchal, patriarchal um, structure here still in Mexico. And the woman that founded this association had these um, struggles when she was in her teenage years, 20 years ago. This year, the organization is 20 years, oh. celebrating its 20 year anniversary. And uh, she had the same, the, the, the same struggle. So when she, was like 40 years old she started studying high school and then finished her college degree and so she started when she finished her her degree she started this foundation so she could help other women continue with their studies so that's what we do <laughs> wow. but she also saw that the the the, the money wasn't the only problem they had we they needed all this support so they can overcome uh, this reality that that it's still very uh true in mexico that women are not supposed to study they 
and and I'm not talking of everyone, but it's still a thing, you know, like women are meant to be at home taking care of the kids and making a home and the men go and work and bring the money, which bring us to this sensitive topic about uh, women vulnerability inside their homes um, yeah. being being um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the arms and the, <laughs> I need to I make know, this clear. It's, like, it's not my language. So I have a hard time. Um, I know it's, and I wish we could be speaking in Spanish, which I know, is me too. our <laughs> language. It's, the project is, uh, it has in created in, in English. I know. Uh, but yeah, ideally we would be just speaking in our language, which is Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be a more fluent conversation. for both. Of course. But, I'm trying, uh, I'm doing my best, but I do apologize for this. <laughs> Um, no, but you are doing know, a beautiful the words work. don't come to mind as quickly as they should or they don't would worry. in Spanish. But well, don't worry. But the, let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. Because what you're telling me reminds me so much of the story of my mom. She went through that when she was a, a, a young woman. She was living in the north of the country, Monterrey. If you don't know it, guys, is in the north of the country. Uh, and it's near the USA, and it's one of the most um, developed cities. So we are not talking about you know people that is long forgotten in the in the mountains. <laughs> there are no donkeys. There are uh, wearing sombreros. And, no, we're we talking about <laughs> we're talking about people that look like everybody that you know that that look like you and me, and that and that are um, going through life dealing with the issue of not being supported by the people in their own families to study and to become successful women. And even if they study, they are seen as if their studies were uh, a commodity. Uh, like this phrase, uh, uh, the majors that you study while you get married, right? Like, <laughs> Of course. It's like they don't, yeah. they don't take it seriously. It's like a woman who is studying in Mexico is seen as less valuable than a man that is, that is studying in many areas or in many families. In yes, Mexico. yes, it's 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 very cultural and it's funny because this last year we made a like a study to see how what how are women doing regarding the studies and and what we found out is that. 51% of women are studying, like 51, I'm sorry, 51% of the alumni in the colleges in the classroom. uh -huh. are in the classrooms are women. Uh -huh. So we have like moved forward and now women are studying. The problem is that they don't go and work. Like they don't um, do what they studied for you know what i mean like okay i have my engineer's degree but now i'm gonna stay at home and take care of my kids i'm not gonna work as an engineer you know so that's that's the problem that we are dealing with now it's still a gender problem it's still um women being more vulnerable than men but it's not anymore in the studying um like in the classrooms it's more in the workplace like or receiving the same salary as men or um achieving 
direction um, directive places directive yeah sorry Positions, so yeah. uh, that that's that's what we are dealing with and that is why it is very important to have this psycho emotional um, support support thank you so they can achieve more once they finish their their studies and and once they want to start doing what they love to do so um and then there, there, that's the problem that when a woman doesn't have the same income as a man in a household the man feels he needs to or, or he has the power over the woman or he is the one that can make the decisions in the house or you know so all of these things is what we women are facing in reality now in Mexico so it's a hard job it's a it's a it's very sad to see some cases where women want to go out and want to do stuff and want to be successful and the men are just or it and it's not just the men that's the sad thing that sometimes even the moms or the sisters or you know the friends are like why why do you want to do stuff just stay at home and be a mom and that's it so it's a cultural thing that we're dealing with and mm -hmm. it's it's very heartwhelming when is that a word yeah, heart, heart <laughs> breaking yeah no no i want to say it's very like not it fills my heart with joy when um heartwarming heartwarming thank you when when you see all these women go out and do would do and achieve and you know it's 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 so invigorating just to know how women are making it and yeah. that's the nice part of my job <laughs> of what i do I yeah i love that and i, I really find that so uh, so many examples i really find that so relatable because i have seen that i have gone through that i i didn't i didn't work after i finished my college degree because i immediately got married and, and, and got pregnant and, and it was extremely disempowering mm -hmm. because i uh leaving my husband to be the only one who, who worked meant that he felt that he had power in the relationship that he felt lonely when it came to to earning the a living but that also that i felt vulnerable that i felt like i didn't have any power any voice or any anything to hold on to that i i could be just uh lonely without anywhere to go if i wanted to live uh, and it, it's really stressful especially if you think that this happens in relationships where there is violence or where there is not a, a good relationship and the partner becomes turns into a violent person and then the, the woman has nowhere to go to and doesn't have any anything to back her up in case she decides to leave yes that's that that is a, that is our reality that is what we are living and right now that we are we're going through this pandemic situation and that everyone's locked down at home 
the numbers are increasing. The violence in the domestic violence is increasing alarmingly. I just saw uh, statistics from France, and I guess it was like 60% the race in, in domestic violence. I don't have the data for, for Mexico. I've been in touch with some of the authorities in the municipality where I live, and it has gone like, it's not official, but kind of around 30, 40% the calls of women calling to ask for help. So what to do in these situations? It's, it's a very stressful time and the aggressors will be more aggressive. It's true. One thing I really believe is that everyone that, every person that um, is, is aggressive with another human being is, is because he learned it somewhere else. Like he was sometimes or many times abused by someone else. And that's the way he learned to cope with stress, with um, any discontrolled situation, you know? Yeah. So um, these people are suffering. The aggressors are suffering and they are going to be more aggressive. It's understandable. So um, I always like to talk also to the aggressors because as, a, as, as, ex, mm, as my specialty is male sexuality, I've been in touch with, with a lot of men. And although they are not like open aggressors, you know that they beat their women. They, they are worried that sometimes they are more aggressive than normal when they are stressed. Like maybe they say, okay, I'm being more sarcastic than I usually am, or I'm never, uh, I never use such or such words and now I'm using them. And, and it's understandable and they worry. And I know that there are many aggressors out there that they want to do things differently, that they want to act differently, but as we were talking earlier before our, our podcast, when trauma is in and you start acting because of the trauma you have, it's very hard. So my special call is for all those that have aggressive behaviors to look for help. There is a way out. There is a way to change things. There is a way to do things differently. And there are a lot of people out there willing to help and willing to help you be less aggressive. So that I always like to talk to the aggressors because, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not justifying their actions. It's just like there's a reason behind their actions and, and there is a solution. And it doesn't mean that you are bad at heart. It means that you have stuff that you have to deal with. You know, I don't believe in the, badness of people i believe that all of us we are good everyone is we're humans and we have goodness in our hearts so if you're acting in a way that's hurting others more surely you have something that you need to resolve so okay <laughs> that's it we have been saying that um i also well women what can you do if you're in physical danger please go to a shelter ask for help, your life is in danger. If you are in physical, if your aggressor is doing physical damage to you, you need to find help for you and for your kids. Usually there are kids involved. So 
go to a shelter, find a way to protect yourself and the, the ones you love. And for those of us, well, not me, for those of you who are not, I'm not suffering violence at the moment, thank God, but there are a lot of women that are, and it can be only verbally, it can be um, emotionally. emotionally or economically. There's a lot of differentiate different uh violent things that can be happening um also ask for help you know right now there's a lot of help online people are are um putting their services like health and mental mental health professionals are putting their help out there almost some of them free some of them almost free um so, so look for help there are a lot of ways that you can cope with this uh insecurity of being violented so um some 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 like quick uh notes could be just like contact with the safety inside of you contact with that feeling of safety inside of you and just try to be there, try to be there more often, even though things outside are bad or are violent or you're suffering, try to contact with that, with that security inside of yourself and that will help you get through the stuff you're dealing with. Yeah, thank you. I think that's so important. So to summarize, yes, <laughs> you are understanding the, uh, and you are, you are creating this opportunity for people who are being aggressive to be heard and understood and to say hey look for help right like mm -hmm. uh, you can always change you can always heal you can always create a better uh, a better way of being uh, but that doesn't mean that their actions are justified and that no, doesn't mean not. that the Never. woman has to endure them or to be the no. healer like no please women know that you are not meant to be the healer of your partner your he has yes. to look for help somewhere else mm -hmm. not not by being uh, you're not helping by being his punching back Thank you're not you. helping yes. by being there to to uh help him change and heal with the power of your love you, no. you need to you need to be safe <laughs> you need to be safe of course the help there got thank you so much sasha for make clearing this up yes definitely the aggressor should look for help outside of home outside he is not going to find the help with the person that he is violent with so women or and and i don't and and, and i know that there are men that are being violated by their wives i mean or, or their yeah. yeah yeah so that's why i like to say like aggressor or aggressive i don't know if that's a word um, but the aggressor should find help outside. Yeah. And if you are being violated, please look for help and be safe. That's, that's the first thing. Be safe always. Yeah. I think that it's so important to acknowledge this correlationship in which, uh, one needs to break it in order to be able to find help. Like if I am being, the recipient of aggressive of an aggressive re, uh, uh, act uh, and the aggressor is my partner 
there is no way in which we're going to keep it going. We need to break it up. Uh, doesn't mean to break the relationship because there are always no. different layers of aggressiveness. There are kind of aggressiveness that require a, a total distance, but there are yes. kind of aggressiveness that, that can actually be healed. Like some, uh, some verbal aggressiveness cannot, can be healed sometimes or some financial aggressiveness can be healed yes. sometimes. Yes. There, there, it's not like, like it's always the same level. There, there are different levels and different And there are many according. things that can be fixed. There are a lot of things that can be fixed inside a relationship, of course. But in order to fix them, you need to get help. So, uh, okay, people might feel uh, put between the wall and the, uh, the uh, against the wall because they feel like they have nothing on, uh, to do when we are in a lockdown, when we don't have like uh, anywhere to go. But that can be wrong because there are still shelters that are functioning uh, that we can call to, right? Yes, yes. Here in, here in our city, in Monterrey, Mexico, there are, the shelters are working and going and, and the hotlines for help are working in every city. So yes, it, we know the people that, that are working in this, we know that the aggression is gonna be, the violence is gonna be escalating during this time. So everything is open, please look. And, and I'm sure that in every city in the world, there must be shelters and hotlines and therapists and many, many people willing to help people that are being violated at their homes. And I would like to say something like a, like a specific advice. And I, uh, in case you have some, uh, I would like to hear it. But uh, some specific advice I have heard from, from people that work with domestic violence is um, look for a way out by saving some money, hiding some, mo some money. It's always important. Make sure that you have a saving somewhere that nobody knows about so that you can use it if you if you can at some point leave uh, make sure that you live without drama meaning that you that you say hey i need to go and buy some groceries i need to go and get uh, and get something i have an appointment with the doctor i it's harder to leave when we are all in a lockdown especially if you need to take your children with you but look for excuse and look for somebody to help you with uh, don't maybe, don't don't be confrontative yes exactly being mm -hmm. confrontative can make things worse yes. so look for an excuse and for somebody to help you get out of there maybe if you get people to come to your house even if we are in a lockdown that's a life and that situation so you can you need to get people to come to your house and pick you up if you need to take your baby or your kids with you don't be confrontative, but look for a way out. And if you need uh, to be out with your kid because he doesn't let out, let you out with your kid, make sure that somebody comes and pick you up. That that's that's a way to make it happen. Yeah, to have a support system is basic. I mean, when you have a support system, you can do it. You can do whatever. Don't be alone in this. Ask for help. Ask for. Uh, a friend, some family member, someone that can help you 
get away and that has your back like the when you feel supported it's more easy for you to do stuff to 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 take care of yourself but if you're all alone it's harder it's harder to 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 make a decision of moving from that space that you are in so to have a support system is super super important yeah and it might seem hard because one of the things that happens with violent relationships is that your whole environment makes it seem like the aggressor is supported and you're not because i have heard so many times that hey what did you do to provoke him hey you that's natural all couples argue all couples get violent from time to time so please know that that is not true and that even if your family doesn't seem supportive or your friends don't seem supportive there are hotlines uh, where there is people that will believe you and that will support you mm -hmm. yes definitely yeah. Thank you so much, Nina. <laughs> it's, for it's, hard conversation. it's a very, yeah, like my shoulders are hurting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to know that there are a lot of people out there suffering from this violence. And yeah, there's a lot, a lot to do. Yeah, and each case is different, but, but there is help that's the most important thing because i think that the worst part of that situation is feeling isolated and uh, now we're feeling isolated literally physically isolated but mm -hmm. uh, people that suffer from violence usually feel emotionally isolated as well and yes. they and they feel like there's nobody that's going to believe them or support them or, or hold them and that's the first lie there is always somebody willing to help. There is always somebody, yes. We are open. <laughs> we are open to help, to hear, to... So yes, yes, there's a lot of people open to, to help with any situation. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nina, for this conversation. It's so important. So. Uh, we just went from being able to study to make your own money which is so important because that's one of the topics that it, that that has the biggest weights yes. uh, when it comes to being an independent and powerful woman to be able to stand on your own two feet and uh the the issues of a relationship that gets out of control so mm -hmm. thank you so much this has been such a nurturing and powerful conversation and so relevant right now yes thank you sasha thank you for having me i i apologize again for my english it's been in misuse <laughs> i've been <laughs> i haven't been using it i'm sorry for the last few months so i was a little rusty there but <laughs> i hope everything every idea is clear and um with all my heart and all my best intentions <laughs> absolutely thank you so much nina please don't thank apologize you, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Love you.